Welcome to the Your Pretty Pennies podcast. I'm your host, Tara Jones, a personal finance coach, lifestyle designer, and mommy. The YPP podcast is a weekly show created to inspire and assist you with becoming financially stable so you can build wealth and design your desired lifestyle. Your Pretty Pennies with Tara Jones. I'm Tara Jones, your financial success coach, and we are on day two of the Summertime Fine Financial Series. If you haven't checked out um, day number one, make sure you go back after you listen to this um, because it is all building on each other, right? Um, So what the Summertime Fine Financial Challenge is doing is helping you achieve one financial goal between now and August 31st, 2018. So if you are up for the challenge, definitely go to day number one and also post in the comments that you're up for the challenge and that you're creating a financial goal for yourself. Um, just, uh, so today, before we get into the content today, we're going to be talking about increasing your money flow. All right. So in the last lesson, we talked about how in order to create a compelling financial goal statement, you have to think about the result that you wanted, but also how you can increase your income or decrease and or decrease your expenses in order to um, achieve that financial goal. And so today we're going to talk a little bit more about increasing why you need to increase your money flow, because if you haven't noticed yet, if you want to achieve a financial goal, you need money. And if you want to achieve a financial goal quickly, you need to make some quick money, generate some quick income, right? So let's talk about that. Um, I love to define words and break down words. And so I broke down the term money flow. All right. This might be your first time hearing that terminology, but I use it all the time with my clients and I use it all the time in the financial reset. This is actually some content that was taken right out of the financial reset online academy that I created last year and actually updated uh, back in May and re-released in June. So if you want to learn more information, click the link in the caption about that. But um, I talk about extensively how to master your money flow and I take you step by step on how to do that, how to increase it, how to decrease your expenses, how to manage your money flow, all of that. Um, And this is like a little snippet. So what money flow is, in my opinion, is exact what money is what currency, bills, dollar bills, cash, you know, income. That's money, right? Now, flow is a steady, continuous stream of something moving in and out steadily. So when I think of my money, I want my money to flow, right? I don't want it to be stagnant. I don't want it to be still. I want it to flow in and out of my life, in and out of my bank account, in and out of my pocket, steadily right and the reason why i say both in and out oftentimes we get stuck on the end part and we don't want to spend out because we're not thinking about our money as slaves we're not thinking about our money as our worker and that's exactly what money is in the book the richest man in babylon i love this book and i actually have it right here 
This is an amazing book if you have not read it. It teaches you like the basic financial principles and it is amazing. And it talks about how the richest man in Babylon tells one of his mentees to make money your slave instead of you being a slave to money. So basically you have to look at all the money that you earn as money that's going to do something for you. Therefore, it should come in and go out. You have to send it to do something. You have to make it do something, right? And so last, on day one, we talked about what you're going to make your money do. That is your financial goal, right? So now you need to start getting more soldiers or more money or more workers so you can achieve the financial goal, right? So that's why I call, you know, a steady stream of income money flow. When I talk about that, I talk about money flow. Let's see how your money flow is doing because you can tell whether or not you're in alignment with abundance or prosperity by whether or not money is flowing in and out of your life. All right? So each month, Again, money should move in and out of your possession. And if you don't, you stop the flow of money. Oftentimes, we don't study money and we don't know how money works. We don't take the time to understand how money works. Money works best when it's flowing. It does not work best when it's staying still. So if you are complaining about paying bills, about giving, about tithing, about achieving financial goals, using money to achieve your financial goals, you like the way numbers look in your bank account versus using it, you are stopping your flow of money. Each and every month, you should be giving, you should be saving, you should be tithing, you should be paying bills, right? And be, and be happy about it, right? Be excited about using your income to work for you, to generate the lifestyle you desire, to create the lifestyle you desire, to afford everything that you desire, the desires of your heart, right? Also, achieving a financial lifestyle goal. You should always have a goal in front of you. If you are not working on a goal, you're staying still. You're standing still. You're not progressing, right? If you're not progressing, you're going backwards. Just like the human body, just like anything else. If you exercise a muscle and you stop exercising, guess what? Your muscles start to break down. That is the same thing with your money. So when you are managing your money and we've created a financial goal, after this is over, after August 31st, it should be a new goal in front of you right? And a new set of goals. So you can constantly let money come in, let money go out, let come money come in and let money go out. All right. So, um, the few things that I have written down that stops the flow of money, but we know how to get money, right? You can earn money, you give money so you can receive money, right? So that's spiritual law of reciprocity. If you give, if you tithe, you activate a second stream of income, as my pastor always says. But spiritual law of reciprocity or reaping and sowing, that's a given, right? So that's one way to receive money, to earn money, to bring money towards you. Another thing is to earn money, to exchange money, with, to exchange your time, your goods, your services, your products, your knowledge, your energy, whatever it is, with something or someone else in order to generate income. All right? So we already know how to make money. We just need to know how to allow it to flow in and out of our lives. And so I wrote down some things that stopping the flow of money in your life potentially. If you feel like you don't have enough or you don't, you're not seeing the increase of income that's coming in your life, you need to look at these steps and see which ones you are doing wrong. All right? So number one, hoarding or holding tight to money. Can you, okay, so money wants to move like water, right? Money is a resource. Water is a resource. Air is a resource. Just like air, water, anything else, money does not want to be 
held tight, nor should you want it to be. You should allow money to move in and out of your life. And this is what I believe, right? So if you are hoarding money, you are not giving money a reason to do anything for you. You are not putting your money to work like this enriches man in Babylon. That's a spiritual way of looking at it. Practically, if you are hoarding money, but you desire to live the life, a certain lifestyle, how is that going to happen if you never spend your money? I had a client, the reason why I say this is because I had a client who was from Africa and she moved here. She's a first generation American. No, she's not even a first generation American because she wasn't born here, but she moved here very, very young with her parents. And that's because of a war in the part of Africa that she was in. She had to move here. They were, you know, pretty well off when they were in Africa. When they came here, they came here with nothing because of all the, the, the issues and the turmoil in her homeland, right? So now that she's an adult and she's over 30 years old, she has like, no joke, like $30,000 sitting in the bank account, but she does, but she's scared to use it. And the reason why she has that much is not because she's saving for something. She wants a down payment. That's her goal to have 30K in the bank. No, she's scared. She's like, if something happens to me or something happens to my family, or if something, ha you know, like if there's a war that breaks out, I need this money. She's fearful of spending her money. So she just stocks, she stockpiles it in the bank because she's like, I don't want to ever be without money. I don't want to ever, you know, have to be in a situation where my livelihood is taken from me. Now you tell me, how is that living, right? And not to mention, I was on a live stream last night. Um, where a pastor said, a really good friend of my pastor, she's a bishop in Chicago, he said, uh, fear and faith <laughs> do this, have both have the same power. What is the power? No, fear and faith both have the same characteristic. What is it? So everybody's like guessing and guessing, and somebody said they have power. So he was like, yeah, that's right. Both fear and faith both have the ability to bring towards you what it is you believe is going to happen. So if you are fearful something is going to happen, fear can bring towards you what it is that you're fearful of because you believe it's going to happen. Same thing as faith. Faith can bring towards you what it is you are believing for because you believe it's going to happen. So what I told her is you have to stop believing that financial turmoil is knocking at your doorstep. You have to use your income to do something. You want these financial goals. She lives in an apartment. She doesn't have an updated car, but yet she wants a new car. She wants a, a home. She wants children. She wants this lifestyle. She wants this particular wardrobe. She wants to give. She wants to tithe. She wants to do all this stuff, but she is so fearful that something is going to happen to her that she just stops the flow of money in her life. Continuous flow of money in her life. And so I tell her... I, I'm still working with her. So I tell her all the time, you have to stop anticipating the worst. Otherwise, you're going to bring towards you the worst, right? So one thing that stops your money flow and stops you from using your income to manifest the, the desires of your heart, the lifestyle that you desire is hoarding or being fearful to spend your money. You can't. Just like it goes out, it's going to come in. That's spiritual law. 
right? Everybody's spiritual nowadays. So I know y'all heard the law of attraction or reaping and sowing. You give what you get, what you give, you know, any way of saying it. If you spend money, people are going to spend money with you. If you give money, money is going to come back to you. It don't just stop because it's money, right? When you say something nice to someone, someone's, you know, you start receiving nice from somebody else. When you love someone or if you're compassionate to someone, people love it and are compassionate towards you. The same thing is with money. So do not be fearful with achieving a financial goal and using your income. All right. All right. Number two. Another reason why people, the flow of money may or may not be held up in your life is that you spend little to no energy creating more streams of income in your life. So in my group, the YPP Money Club, if you are a woman and you're tuned in and you're watching and you would like to be a part of a group of ambitious women who are really trying to create financial freedom in their life and using their income to create the desires of their heart, join the group. You can access it through my Facebook page, but also uh, you can type in in your Facebook, you know, search bar, YPP Money Club. You answer three questions and then you're, you can join, all right? But one thing that we talked about is um, increasing your income and finding new ways to increase your income. And we talked about this on Saturday during our Q&A Saturdays that I do inside of my group. And I talk about how you have to, each and every month, just like you scroll on Facebook, just like you check in with relatives, just like you go grocery shopping, just like you do all these mundane tasks in your life, right? Just like you comb your hair, just like you brush your teeth. You need to make sure that you take, that you put earning more streams of income in your life a priority. That is another way of continuously allowing more money to come in your life right? Every month, you should be constantly increasing the amount of income in your possession. And if you are not, your money is being backed up. And why is that? Because you are not putting any energy, any time, any attention into increasing your income. Even if you work a nine to five, even if you have a business and you're like, I like where my income is. Yeah, for right now, but again, you're constantly going to be achieving a next goal, another goal, another goal, another goal. You're going to need more and more income so you can get higher and higher with your financial goals, with the lifestyle that you desire, right? So you have to put energy into the realm of earning more money. Now, for some of us, if we are career women, that is going to mean we need to invest in our uh, career in our um, skills in our assets and our talents and our abilities we need to go to conferences even though they're not paid for by our job we need to go to uh, webinars and seminars and and getting more certifications under our belt so we can start earning more money and go up higher in the workplace for my entrepreneurs out there you already know put money to the side at, at the beginning of every year look at conferences that you can go to that hones in on your skills right Learn how to create sales funnels. Learn how to do Facebook ads. Learn how to generate more revenue in your business, right? You need to put energy and time and attention to that if you want more money to come in. As the saying goes, at where energy goes, energy grows, right? So if you want more money coming into your life, you need to put more time, energy, and attention to making sure you earn and receive more money in your life, all right? And the third thing is... Your words. 
The third thing that is blocking or stopping money flow is the words we speak on a daily basis. Again, spiritually speaking, there is no such thing as a um, joke. There is no such thing as, oh, I was just kidding. So if you are sitting around hanging with your girls or your man or whoever you're with, and you say, man, I'm broke, or I can I borrow some money? No, I ain't even got it. I'm broke. You are speaking brokenness over your life and your finances. I ain't got it today, or dang, man, I just, I just can't get ahead. You are speaking that over your finances. Now, that may be what you're experiencing. It may be factual, but is it the truth? We talked about that at church a couple, a couple weeks ago. Speaking facts versus speaking truth. The facts of what you are dealing with in your finances right now may be that you're not where you want to be financially. But what is the truth? What does God say about your finances? What God said, what does God say about your capacity to have more? Your capacity to have abundance, your inheritance that he has already given you. Right? That is what you need to be speaking. So when someone says, "Do you have any money?" No, my all of my money is allocated for this month. I've already created my monthly budget. All of my money that I'm earning has been allocated. I'm sorry. I do not have any extra money to loan you. Versus no, I'm broke. Right? Or if you are at a job, let's say, for example, and you're not making enough, instead of complaining to your coworkers on, on, the, um, on your lunch break about how you're going to find a new job and you can't stand this job and people are getting on your nerves or they're not paying you enough, change the language to when you are on your lunch break, you are searching for more financial opportunities because financial opportunities are everywhere. That's a fact. That's truth. Financial opportunities everywhere. The ability to make money is everywhere. Right? So just change the language from I'm broke and I can't do that. I don't have enough money to, you know what? All of my money has been allocated right now. Or I'm diligently working towards increasing my income. So maybe next month I'll be able to address that or achieve that. Right? Again, increasing that money flow, increasing the amount of money that comes into your life, all right? And the last thing, this is a little bonus, is you want to, you want to increase the amount of money that comes in your life? Give more. Sow more financial seeds. It's funny because on that new Cardi B song with uh, Chance the Rapper, it's called My Best, My Best Life or The Best Life or something like that. Um, he says, I could tell you don't, I could tell... I could tell that you're not winning with money or you don't want to win with money because by the way that you tithe or something like that, he said. And tithing could be synonymous with giving. If you don't go to church, you can give. You don't have to tithe the church. You can give however, you know, that looks for you. And that's so true. I can tell. You can tell those who are extremely wealthy by how much they give. Most wealthy millionaires and billionaires live off like 10% of their income and give like 80 to 90% of it. And it's not just because they get a tax break or this or that. It's because they give so much that the amount of money that they have generating, that 10% that is all they need to live off of, right? They don't even need to live off of 90% of their income. They can live off 10% and still live lavishly, right? So I'm telling you, you want to increase your money flow, give. Give. I dare you. I dare you. 
I make that make that a personal goal to start giving more. And in six months, l let me know. Message me on Facebook or on Instagram and let me know how, how that has turned around for you. All right. So those are my tips for you on increasing your money flow. Again, August 31st is our deadline. Choose that financial goal. Go back to day one. Create your compelling goal statement for you. Post it on your wall. Post it in your home office, by your bed, on your bed frame, in the mirror in your bathroom, wherever you always can see it. So it's always at the forefront of your mind. And today I want you to start working on increasing your money flow whether you need to stop doing some things or start doing some things, start putting some energy towards increasing your income each and every month or stop it, stop hoarding money, right? Put that money to use. Like the richest man in Babylon says, make your money your slave, all right? But also, watch your words, watch your language, watch what you tell yourself. Like I said in the last video in day one, you have to believe that you can achieve your financial goals, otherwise you won't. All right, I'm going to let y'all go. Y'all have a wonderful day. Come back tomorrow at 12.30 p.m. for day three of the Summertime Fine Financial Series. Talk to you soon. Bye.